special edition of Kingdom Conversations with Lindsay and Lee. My name is Lindsay and Lee, and I'm honored to be your host today. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk in the body of Christ with as it pertains to uh, the spiritual fathers, uh, the, the relationship in the spirit, as opposed to the biologicals, something that one of my guests is really famous for using, uh, biologicals. I think one of the things that we want to look at in depth is the fact that before we are biological, before we deal with family blood, we have to deal with the fact that we are actually spirit. And so I think I have two absolutely fabulous individuals that are going to be able to embark on some of these things in throughout this conversation. This is a special one hour edition of Kingdom Conversations with uh, two of the best people I know. They are my, uh, one is my biological mother, as well as my spiritual father. She actually birthed me into the kingdom. And she's also my apostle. And the second, he is, it was a difficult thing for me, but he became, he was, and always has been meant to be my spiritual father, apostle as well. So I'm going to welcome apostles Baker J. Baker and Eddie Miestas, apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker and apostle Dr. Eddie Miestas to join me in the studio. And I want to thank all of you so uh, as well for joining. So Welcome, Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I just, you I have just to work the technical? The word, Go ahead. Yeah, what the word J means. Oh, um, just. She's just. <laughs> it means Jean. It means the same as your grandmother. You don't want to deal with her. <laughs> and um, for those of you that watch, I'm not even going to try to control this because you don't try to control your parents. You just go with the ebb and the flow of it. But we are going to try to have certain aspects of the conversation. Um, I want to, you each to have the opportunity to introduce yourself. And uh, also then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. This is how this is supposed to work. And <laughs> what actually happens. So I'm going to start with you, Mother. And um, I want you to please introduce yourself to everyone and uh, tell us a little bit about you and what's up with you, please. Okay. Um, I am Lonzine Lee's biological mother. And a lot of years ago, I went through a lot of pain to bring her into the earth. And then uh, God blessed me to be able to go through pain again, uh, to be able to birth her into the kingdom of God. And I walked as I was a um, single divorced mother and raising her. So it was like a mother father type thing. Um, in this, I was not that typical mother that uh, people talk about. I was very nurturing, but nourishing to, nurturing towards her, per, her purpose, not really knowing what it was that God wanted done. And um, so I found out my mother did a lot of mess ups with my kids, with her and my son and whatever it is. And I had to straighten all that mess out later. But at any rate, um, uh, it was a uh, one of these things that she now works with me in uh, the ministry. She is the pastor of one of the congregations that we have with Astounding Love and More Than Enough Ministries, Astounding Love, a global church fellowship and training center. And then uh, I was blessed. And please don't tell him this. I was blessed to meet Apostle Eddie. I'm, I'm, I'm gripping as I say this because it really was a blessing. Uh, with love and unity through um, my baby brother uh, and very good friend, Apostle Calvin Cook. And I became involved in that. And one of the things was is that I knew I had to open that up to Lonzine, Pastor Lonzine, because um, there was something in him. Oh, God, please don't let this go worldwide. Uh, on, say it out. Let, let it go. Oh, let it go. Chillax. Just chillax. This is my time. I get to talk. Anyway, uh, I, was, I was blessed to meet Apostle Eddie, and for real, it is a blessing, and it's an honor to be a close friend with him and to co-labor with him in love and unity, and I knew that Lonzine had to come into this, 
and I introduced her into uh, love and unity. And then God birthed what it was that he was to birth that that father uh, um, for her, that spiritual and uh, he gets off into her mess too. So I just say spiritual and, and physical type father thing because we have this in common, you know. I get all off into those that are supposed to be my spiritual children because anything in the spirit has to manifest in the in the physical form. And so I was invited on here today. I have this love hat on so that um, Apostle Eddie can know how much I love him. And now, remember, this has been shared on my Facebook, your Facebook. Oh, on stop it. Facebook. I'm not sharing this on my time. Facebook. This ain't going on mine. I don't even know how to share it on my Facebook. But at any rate, I just. Joe's doing it all for us. I, I just want to know. To that, I just want you to know that uh, uh, we're, we're doing this thing together. And if you don't know a lot about love and unity, we have some fabulous people that we work with and um um this is is, is a part of it so i'm not going to give him no more uh kudos and accolades and stuff like that because i don't want to have to uh, burst his head and and all of that later so at any rate uh i i turn it back over to you pastor lanzi <laughs> thank you papa eddie please <laughs> Well, how can I go after that? <laughs> wow, wow, wow. The Lord is so good. Well, I'll tell you, it's been fun working with your mom and working with you and seeing all that God has put together in such a short time. And it's an honor to know your mom. And she's been a blessing to my life, even though she tries to boss me around all the time. But it's all right. I show a lot of grace and mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, she has been a great blessing in the Senior Council of Love and Unity. And she's been a great blessing <laughs> in my life. She's uh, reached out to me in many ways. And she's also been a blessing to my, to my sons and helping them and speaking to them. And I'm so over grateful for that as well. And uh, she's been a blessing to many people in the love and unity. And uh, we have fun too. We make each other laugh. <laughs> we provoke each other once in a while, mostly her than me. Hallelujah. Praise God. But it's an honor to be uh, working together with your mom to see to it that you, Lanzine, fulfill all that God has planned for your life and that your destiny is fulfilled. And you know, when your mom first told me about you, she didn't say, uh, we'll see how God puts you and Lanzine together. She goes, you're going to be Lanzine's spiritual father. I said, okay. <laughs> she goes, God already told me. I said, okay. And then when I met you and started talking to you, God agreed. I agreed in that in my spirit, but even you didn't agree at the beginning. It took time for you to let God speak to you. And then God spoke to you, but he already spoke to your mom and spoke to me. And now we're all together as one. Apostle Michael Fram, go ahead and put the song titles up. He is putting, I can feel the love, which takes me to the Lion King. He's got, let it go, let it go, Lord <laughs> Frozen. Um, there she goes again. It's like the 80s kind of pop music. <laughs> so welcome to you and to Pastor Michelle and Pastor Ryan. Anson, as well as everybody else that is enjoying the family comedy hour that we are having today. Um, that's really interesting. I did not. And the song Apostle was, of course, We Are Family. Um, I didn't know that mom said that to you. She never said anything to me about that. So that I, I think it's kind of fitting, too, because, of course, your mother knows who your father is, right? So <laughs> it's kind of a, a fun thing. But I, I will say this before we move into something else. It's really awesome because the way that the two of you do work together with me, when I went to see my biological father, whom I love very much, I was so healed from so many different things that um, the, the same way that the, 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 the um, the same way that the love is poured into us through loving unity, it was able to come out and, and it was that it went before me and it and it took that place. I mean, I, he's precious to me anyway, 
but it was even seeing him very differently and being able to honor him um, in ways that I don't think I ever had before, you know, honoring him as um, my biological, yes, but also as somebody that is important to me. And so I want to thank you both for that. The conversations that we have, the teachings that uh, we do, I'm going to skip around in my notes a little bit, because one of the things that with the two of you, as you said, there's, there's all this talk uh, about spiritual mothers, uh, spiritual fathers and, and all that. And, and I think we, I'd like to kind of um, make that at the end of what we dialogue about to give each of you the chance to just go with it. So before we do that, I want to say something else about you each. And um, welcome to Apostle Diane, Diane um, Lester as well, because I see she just joined. Um, one of the things that I, I, I want to tell everyone is, of course, that they're both uh, authors. Um, they're both uh, they have both written some books that I feel are just so needed in the kingdom today. And it's really cool because each, I know that your books are coming out, are being published in the month, this month here of September. Apostle Baker, your, the first one is a reissue, but it's, it's a very different book and it ministers greatly that it's coming up. Uh, this week, actually, your uh, ebook will be released, if not tonight, then definitely tomorrow. And it's called Smile, Laugh and Be Happy. But the, uh, the other part of it is says is that it's the. Uh, oh, what does that title look like? Can you show me that, Joe Henry, Pastor Joe Henry? Uh, but it, what it is, is it's God's will for you. So there it is. It's Smile, Laugh and Be Happy. And it is the culture of God's kingdom is the king's will for you. And what this book is about is something I would like you to share. Uh, I'm not trying to hijack your program and tell you how to run it, but um, I would like to, I think that hearing about the book about prayer. Well, she's going to hijack it. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, she's not, if she were me, which she's not, this is how she would do it. So since she's not me, and since it's how she's doing it, Joe Henry, why don't you put the other book up, and we'll just let her save her the problem, the 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 issue yes, of it, because yes, I know how to do this. Go ahead, and then, and then I don't know what's going on, but I get to I get to hear her twice because I get an echo going in here and hearing it two times. <laughs> Sometimes it takes three. Um, <laughs> um, the second book that is coming out, which we aiming for next week and it will be in this month is the book entitled praying for our children which is 120 devotion 20 120 day devotional that our papa eddie apostle eddie has written and i do i want you each to talk about your books a little bit and just tell us how what what it what it is for you for these books to be able to um you know to come forth and and the different things so uh, apostle eddie i just had this brilliant idea why don't we start with you <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good idea it just came suddenly all of a sudden it was just there glory to god I, and I, I won't hijack your program. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, but the book came upon me after you asked me, you need to turn that into a book. I, I want to do that because I was doing it on Facebook and God was prophetically leading me every single day to pray for our children. As we know, there's many children today that are going through all kinds of challenges in life today. Not only Christian children, but those that are lost. The, the world is trying to dominate our kids today with wrong thinking, with wrong principles, with wrong behaviors. And they are attacking our children with drugs and alcoholism, immorality, Everything you could think of, they are attacking our children. And God spoke to me and said, I want you to do 120 days of prayer for the children. Our, whether they're young children or adult children, we're going to pray for them and we're going to speak prophetically over our kids. And I did that for 120 days straight on Facebook. And then you came to me and say, God spoke to me and told me to put that in a book form. I never thought of doing that, but when you said it, I said, yes, amen, let's do that. So now we're putting it in book form so that could go to 
family members, parents that are suffering and going through things with their children could put it in their hand so they could be a blessing. It may be a blessing to them and they could speak these prophetic prayers over their children. Anything else? What about uh, what you experienced as you were writing them? I know you got a lot of interaction and, and stuff like that with people. <laughs> I like, Puzzle Michael, he's fun. You'll be coming back soon. Um, but how, what did you go through in, in terms of it? Did it make some changes within you just, it, just from that point of view? Because I know what you're doing right now is doing a rewrite before we can get yours finished. But even while you're doing that, while you're going back over the each each of these daily prayers and you're looking at them and you're seeing them differently, what else is going on with that? Well, as, as I go on, I'm seeing things more by the spirit of how important it is that parents speak prophetically unto their children every day to protect them. I mean, not just when there's problems. We got to stop the problems from coming. So we'll pray first then the problem will never come. The problem is we always pray after the problem. And then we're crying out, God, deliver our children. God, help our children. But if we would consistently pray for them every single day, we could stop a lot of what the enemy is trying to do with our children. So even after I wrote these 120, I'm going back over them. And there's just more that God's given me to download into this. So it brings not just prophetic, but it brings the responsibility of the parent uh, as a prayer warrior to make sure that they are constantly praying over their kids. That's the greatest protection you can give your kids. You want to protect your kids? You want to bless your kids? Then you pray, you prophesy over their lives every single day. And when the devil comes against them, you pray again. Hallelujah. And you keep praying. Because you know why? Prayer works. Prayer works, and God uses prayer to deliver our children, especially the children of what all they're going through today. I love that. And I know I, I'm honored because I get the opportunity to work on these books, and so I get to see uh, the things that are going on firsthand. And even as I'm listening to you, I can tell you that it gives me an idea of something else that we're going to do um, for the finished uh, product when it comes out. Because uh, my job, as you know, when I work in the editorial way, is to always bring forth the voice of God speaking through the writer. It's the writer's voice. It's not my voice. It's not my opinion. But I do hear you talking and, and speaking. And there's a strength that comes through you. It's definitely apostolic. It's that father's heart. And I, I think that's what it was that really opened it up was the, the, the whole idea or the whole sensation of the heart of the father being poured out. You could feel God's tears. You could feel his determination. You could, I mean, all of these different things are, are coming out. And it's like the king is demanding that in his kingdom, this is the way it shall be. You don't get, uh, you know, the mandate is to the parents, as you said, and to kingdom parents is that you are going to exercise your authority in this area. Now, what's interesting about that to me, and this not to um, Apostle Baker, to mom here, is the fact that now the other side, praying for your children, but also it's the thing of deal, it's, it's conquering what is in you that would have you having the opinions about your children that would uh, not enable you to see properly. And so now I do want to switch over to the book about smile. Can I say something real quick? Yep. Hi, Jack. Your mom uh, takes <laughs> over the program. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what brought me to this place was I suffered with my children. Mm -hmm. My children went through some stuff and they're still going through some of it. But I went through a suffering and a time of grieving as a parent. I mean, a pain that like going through a death and experience turmoil dealing with blame and guilt and condemnation and all the stuff that parents go through when their kids begin to make mistakes and fail in life and get in bondage to things. The first thing the devil wants us to do is to blame ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I had to go through a process for God to deliver me so I could accurately pray for my children and mm -hmm. prophesy over my children with a spirit of faith instead of guilt and combination, with knowing the promises of God, instead of knowing just the problems that are happening in our life. 
And so God first went through me with my own kids because I went through one of them. I went through two years of pain I can't even tell you about. I mean, weeping pain, grieving pain every single day. And God did a miracle through that whole process. But I went through that. So when I'm praying these prophetic prayers, it's praying from a heart of a father that's experienced the sufferings of parents so they can bring victory to their lives. Wow. That's awesome. Wow. Apostle Baker? You know, um, just echo. Um, maybe if the two of you mute it, that would help. I don't know what's going on, but it's an echo, echo, something. Any rate, but um, when Apostle Eddie was going through this, I have the privilege of being able to know two of his sons that I love dearly. That's probably what allows me to be able to put up with him. But at any rate, it's, it's, one, of, it's one of the greatest experiences to be involved in people's lives such as that. My doctorates uh, are in psychology and in those fields, psychology and health and all. And one of the things that many years ago, the Lord came to me and I mean, he actually came to me and said, I want you to write a book. I want you to write a happy book. And um, um, I said, okay. He says, my people are, there are so many of my people that are so sad. And he says, I want you to write a happy book. And I said, okay. And so he actually gave the title, I think, between him and uh, Lon Zane, the title was Smile, ha uh, Smile, Laugh, and Be Happy, because this is God's will for your life. And it's really one of these interesting things, as Apostle Eddie was talking about, and the reason that um, he had uh, put on, on Lon Zane's heart to change the, the, um, the order of talking about the books was that he wanted to talk about the pain that parents go through, but then the laughter, it means that you got the victory. When God sits in the heavens and he laughs, he's laughing because he ain't sweating the small stuff. He is not sweating anything. It is done. And so in this book, it gives you happy thoughts, happy songs. It gives you a whole lot of different things. It seems like a lightweight little book, but Apostle Cal, a long time ago, he used to, people would come into his office and he says, you need this book. And he called me and said, I need some more of these books so that I can give them to these people because they come in and sad and they need this book. And he would do that. So it's, I think it's 30, I don't know how many uh, uh, days there are, but there's happy thoughts, there's happy this, there's happy that, and it goes on about that. My other book that's coming out next month or will be at the, at the, at the uh, Convergence is The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord. Now, when I told Apostle Eddie about that, he said, anybody going to want to read that book? <laughs> I said, yes, they will. And he said, no, you're going to be talking about the fear of the Lord and all of that. So, but I guarantee you that's another commitment. But in smile, laugh, and be happy. It's going to touch you, spirit, soul, and body. What it's going to do is help it change mind and to change uh, where it, where you are in that realm, in a realm of your thinking, so that you can walk through whatever it is that you have to walk through, and you can walk through that in the joy, in the in 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 laughter, knowing that you already have the victory. Because I already know that the victory with Eddie's, with, with his children is done. I already know that the victory with mine are done. I already know the victory with those that I have prayed for and those that I have, uh, 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 I have the privilege of being able to therapize that it's already done. So we can laugh through it. We can smile through it. We can be happy. We can do what it is that God has to do because the kingdom of God has come into this. So that's what that book is about. Turn down the volume a little bit. Yes. And we just lost. Oh, they're the working on the uh, technical stuff. See, I, I don't get technolized, but. Um, <laughs> just turn down your volume. 
and 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 speaking <clears throat> and and speaking this this thing into our children uh, while they're working on that, I'll just keep talking. Here's All one right. of the things. Uh, one of the things that we lost the host, so uh, we'll uh, I'll keep talking. <laughs> one of the things that it is, <laughs> is you boosted her right out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Oh, there she is. She came back. Anyway, Did you hear me all right? Oh, this is a funny program. Is you. that uh, uh, in smiling, <laughs> in laughing, and in being happy, and in all of this, as Apostle Michael Fram just spoke, we preempt the adversary in uh, in these in these people's lives, in our children's lives, and whether it be the spiritual or the whatever it is, and we're going to teach them how not to be so deep in their problems, how they can also smile, laugh, and be happy because they are covered with prayer, and then they will be able to pray. So we lost her again. So Apostle Eddie, what do you have to say? I think that's true. I think. <laughs> oh, she's back. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your statement, please. Go ahead, Apostle Eddie. <laughs> you want me to be the host today, Helen? <laughs> no, it, this is just what hijacked is. Just do it. Just do. I, I was. I'm not surprised. So, please. And nobody watching is surprised. So, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, amen, Doctor Baker. Our kids are blessed to have people that care enough that will find ways to help them to get through the things that you and I went through in our young age and didn't have what they have today. Uh, people that could guide us and direct us in the wisdom of God and how to overcome their circumstances. And uh, especially depression. Depression's a big thing in the world today, and most people don't know how to overcome that oppression. You know, that that's a great segue, because, uh, not even intentional, but, you know, when you talk about the love and unity convergence, or you're talking about fathers, you're talking about the heart of a father, raising a child, taking the child from infancy throughout the stages to, to reach the place of, of, of uh, maturity, the patterned son. And what I hear, it reminds me even of how the convergences themselves take place. And what, if you thought about it, I mean, the first meeting I believe you all had was in Denton, Texas. Um, was it? Where was it? Southern California. Yeah, it was it there. Southern, Southern California? Okay. Well, in Pomona, we had meetings before, yes. Okay. So looking at what it is now and the upcoming one in Ohio and, and the ones that you have, you know, started calendaring for 2023. Are you surprised by what's happening or are you, are you learning from it as you go? And why would people need to come to these? I mean, what, what is it that you all see? What do you have to give to people in this, just even based on what you've each shared and I'll let you decide who's going to go first. I guess that would be. She you said, "I'll go first. Yeah, yep. we got so. that. There <laughs> was a decision. Thank you. You know, not only am I seeing a movement of God sweep throughout the nation, but I've seen believers grow and mature in the things of God, where they're able to learn from one another, bring change that only God could bring. And I'm seeing people get on fire for the kingdom of God. I'm seeing a unity like I've never seen before. People that never knew each other are all of a sudden coming together and building relationships. God has given us a model to operate by. And that model came through the senior council. God first told me, put together some seasoned men and women of God. And through that, I'll create a model that'll sweep across the nation. And the motto is how we love each other, how we respect one another, how we honor one another, how we prefer each other better than ourselves. So people are watching us work together as a senior council and see, we never seen a bunch of leaders work together this way and put their own agendas aside to see God's agenda accomplished and done. And that's exactly what's happening. And now we're getting ready to set those models up across the nation as well. You know, uh, 
I first came into Love and Unity in Pomona. That's the reason I thought that that was the first um, conference, actually. And the word convergence came from me because I didn't like the word conference. But at any rate, needless to say, um, uh, what happened? Uh, what happened was uh, in this, I have seen uh, progression. I've seen where people have come together in in ways that we could not have come together uh, otherwise. I happen to be the only in a female body father that's a part of the council. Um, and, um, you know, uh, working with a lot of bossy men, men that talk a lot and, you know, they, 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 they talk a lot, but, you know, it's really funny. They don't think they do. Um, uh, I, I get to Are be you able to, to anybody specific? you're interrupting, you're interrupting. Okay. I, I get, I get to, I get to work. I get to work with them. I get to allow them to boss me around and do those things. But I also get to the privilege of being able to interview a number of them. And if you watch some of my programs on Monday, I have a possible Calvin Cook um, talking about the kingdom of God. Just look at the things that's happening. The, the vision that God placed on the inside of Eddie is just phenomenal. And what is going on is this. I get to work with him to have his vision, the vision of God's vision that was placed in him. I get to work alongside of him. I get to work with him. I get to be a part of something that God wants to create in order to help all kinds of people. And in the midst of that, the vision and the things that God has given me about wealth, that God has given me about prosperity and riches and honor. Well, the things that God has given me about the prisons and about the television things, I, it's been 30 some years, almost 40 years ago, that the Lord told me that he was going to have me on worldwide TV. Well, at that time, I was excited about it. And then it just didn't, it, it, it didn't manifest. I mean, I was on TV and then they took me off. They said I was too controversial. I couldn't understand that. But at any rate, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, that just didn't make any sense to me. But at any rate, uh, they took me off. And now God is doing that. And it's not something that I went and strive for. It's not something that I even want it now. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, you know, really, I'm okay. I'm, I'm really okay because I get to have my daughter on television. I get to have her to her and, and the different people in the ministry to do what it is. But because I'm more interested, see, here's, here, here's something that people got to understand, become more committed and more interesting, interested in having the vision that God has placed inside of this band of God to help and to work with it, to make sure that it manifests everything that he has promised me, everything that is to happen. All of these other things are beginning to take, take, take its picture and take hold and unfold itself. So, you know, uh, Apostle Eddie with all his faults, I mean, I can't, I can't just leave it there with all his faults, with all his frailties, with all of his bossiness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You know, God has placed something great on the inside, <laughs> on the inside of this man that I am committed to. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm committed to it. So, uh, you know, I was thinking I'm, I'm how you just, you're interrupting. You just Hold on. You're, you're interrupting. How your vision is fulfilled. You're interrupting. You're interrupting. Any rate, what it is is this. Revelation is just came to me. What, what it is. What it is, is this, when you help, when you decide that God's vision, that God's vision that, you know, Lord, I know that you have this in me. I know that this is your vision in me, but where is it supposed to connect so that it can explode so that it can happen and do what needs to be done? Now, Apostle Eddie, you may speak. Thank you. You're welcome. Revelation just came to me that when we're all focused on God's vision, it doesn't matter who's leading or who's doing it. 
everyone's vision gets fulfilled. Everything comes to pass for our assignments that we've been given to us by God. This vision of love and unity wasn't my vision. It's God's vision. It's his vision of the kingdom. And when everybody gets focused on the vision of the kingdom, then everyone helps what assignments been given to each other to be accomplished and to get done. Why? Because all of it works together to advance his kingdom. We need Lonzine's part. We need your part. We need my part, believe it or not. We need Michael Fram's part. But all of them together helps advance the kingdom of God. None of us could do it on our own. None of us have it all on ourselves. The head cannot say to the foot, I have no need of you. We need each other and we perfect each other. We grow each other and together we could change the world. And that's our goal with love and unity is to change the world. I love that. Oh my goodness. Um, I want to say welcome to Apostle Ronnie Robinson as well. And hey, Kayla, it's good you're here. And as she said, everybody's laughing because you two are, I have saw the comment, this is like Christian's funniest video hour or whatever. <laughs> um, but this is some one of the things that I knew I was going to experience with the two of you together. And what I love about it is that you were showing precisely how things happen even when the senior council gets together. It does not mean that you don't get work done. And I have watched when you all come together, and I mean when all of you are together, the power that, that comes forth from you is at a, at a, at a degree that, it, that it, it is that one body, many parts, but the convergence of that agreement, the convergence of the submission one to another, the convergence of, did she hear me mumble? Okay, no, I'm sorry. I didn't say anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, it, it, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's so funny because I'll say this, Mother, because people think they know you based on what they see. And I'm like, well, it is like all of her programs. They are all tell it like it is, tell it like it is, still telling it like it is, only telling it like it is. I'm sure that'll come. And, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But the other part of it that, that they don't know about what tell it like it is 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 the the what you see is what you get. But there are more depths to it. You have to see to keep seeing to get more. And that's what's really I've, I've experienced the power of Eddie Maestas. I've seen things in myself. I'm going, my God, I am like him. I mean, it's like you know, the the way that you roar, the way that moms you will. I mean, I have I have the best of both, and so that makes me pretty formidable. But I'm sweet. You know, unlike the two of you, I, I, I stay demure <laughs> unless unless we're in prayer, of course. But it's the it's the best part. And so some of your spiritual children are those that thought that they wanted to be your children. And they, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> and some of the other fathers are also here. And, um, you know, so it can, it can attest to what is true. I'm going to cut the two of you loose. Um, we've got probably, what do we have? Um, I don't even know. Oh, okay. We've got about 20 minutes or so left. And there are people, there are, there are those that still carry orphan spirits. There are those that carry still carry the spirit of stupid, which is the darkened understanding. That's what stupid means, that you are in the dark. Um, they're carrying these spirits that not, God did not give them. And I would like you two to tag team. Just, I'll come back. I'm, go, I'm not going anywhere, but within the next few minutes, Please talk to, I mean, including me in it, talk to us. Tell us what the Father wants to say. Apostle Eddie, why don't you go ahead and start? Because I know that I can see I will, you're I will. busting. Yes. Because you took most of the time before here. so I did not take most talk. of the time, but yeah. that's okay. You, you always Y'all burn in daylight. I'm letting you know this. <laughs> always interfere when I'm trying to talk. But go ahead. I want you to speak first. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's definitely and the reason for it is, I want to let you guys know the reason for it is because, see, if I speak first, then he'll copy what I speak and then he'll say it last <laughs> and then you'll think he came up with it, but he didn't. You just interfered with my message, but that's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> There's an orphan spirit in the body of Christ because people have not been fathered. And because they have not been fathered, they have not grown up. They have not matured. 
we have brought people in the church for member purposes, for number purposes, for entertainment purposes, to bring a good word, but not to father. And God is beginning to father people in the body of Christ because when God created the heavens and the earth, everything originated from a father and son relationship. The father created and put into the earth a son in his likeness and his image. And that was the first model of how heaven and earth will operate in the kingdom realm is a father and son relationship. And then we know son means male and female because both them were created in man at creation, which was the son of God in the earth. And God created that model because that model is what keeps us to our true identity of who we are, of why we were created. And everything that God has promised us comes through proper sonship, proper identity. And when we have sonship and identity, we can advance his kingdom in the earth and deliver this earth from its corruption. What I like about love and unity is the senior council, our fathers, and even though all of us have a, a father that holds us accountable directly, but yet all the council operates as a father to all the love and unity family. You call them uncles or cousins and brothers, whatever, but they all have that fathering heart to bring true identity to the people of God so what God had originated from the beginning could be restored once again so that model of father and son could operate in the earth. And that's where the earth is delivered from its curse is when the father and son relationship is reestablished. It delivers man from the orphan spirit. And let me tell you, when you get delivered from an orphan spirit, you deal with life a whole lot different you don't deal with it with a victim mentality. You don't deal with it with a bad attitude. You don't deal with it with negativity. You deal with it, let's go. We're ready to do what God's called us to do now. We go in triumph. We go in victory. We go as overcomers. We go knowing who we are in Christ Jesus. And that happens because of a father's hearts are now turned to the son's. And the sons are turned to the fathers and corruption and curses will be delivered into this earth. We'll, we'll deliver this earth from curses and corruptions. You know, go uh, ahead, Dr. Baker. I'll, I'll let you go now. <laughs> that is so kind of you. <laughs> you know, one of the things that, um, um, I, I would ask you, Apostle Lady, is this. You had, in one of the convergences, you had all the fathers come up. And when I came up, um, there were people that were looking and trying to figure this out. And it's not about a transgender. It's not about a, 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 any of those things. I'd like for you to be able to speak to it. I mean, it's not my program, but, you know, I'm just... Uh, uh, I would like for you to be able to speak to that because I know you see, I know that I'm a father. I have the father's heart and I've operated yes. in this. I've operated in this for a lot of years. And when I was uh, as, as a son, I was a faithful son. One of the things is, is I never uh, unfathered my father. Uh, I never, uh, I mean, my biological father died when I was five or six years old. So I didn't have that in growing up, but I didn't have this. Uh, I, I, I don't know what it was, but I, I guess God prepared me for what it was that I was to walk in and how it is, is that I was to walk in this apostolic uh, uh, dimension. And he brought a father that was actually uh, um, chronologically younger than I, but I never dishonored him. I gave to him. I I did all of all of these things and I learned to be a son. I learned to be a grateful son. I learned to be an obedient son. 
I learned to be one that trusted. See, people trust mentors because mentors, and one of the things about mentors, they give you something to do and you just follow through with it. I mean, we people do that in the world, but I'd like for you to be able to speak to that and why it is, uh, I mean, Michael, uh, Apostle Fram and also Apostle Cook, uh, Barry Cook, are, are speaking to the, the female issue. But I believe that a lot of people are, 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 are feeling, I mean, are going through this orphan spirit because they're in female bodies or being in male bodies and, and, um, and, and, and thinking how women, how, how, how the, uh, how it's supposed to be. And we're so earthly minded that we're not being any heavenly good. So I'd like for you to speak to that. And I'll well, fathering has nothing to do with the gender it has nothing to do with age. Fathering is one who has been matured, fathered, seasoned, and has allowed the transformation of God to take place in their life. True fathers have died to themselves, and their heart is to raise up their sons, to see their sons go farther than they ever went. And most people today, that claim to be fathers were never a son. You can't be a father unless you're first a son. I had a father that came to me one time and he was 80 years old. And this man had been pastoring for already almost 50 years. And he came to me and he asked me, he says, Eddie, he goes, I have never been fathered. Will you be my father? Because before I go to heaven, I want to make sure that I was a good son. And I never had that chance. So he came with me for two years and let me father him. He submitted to me as a father like one in his life. He allowed me to teach him things that he did not learn because he was never fathered. And before he died, because he went home and be with the Lord, he asked me, don't stop doing what you're doing. He says, in the last two years of me being fathered was more rich than anything I've ever done in ministry in 40 years. I was fathered. And because I was fathered, I was able to be the son that God attended me to be. See, God wants everyone to be his sons, but you can't be sons if you're not willing to be fathered. And a true father knows our heavenly father's heart. Their heart is connected with the heavenly father. And through that heavenly father anointing, sons are raised up. Sons reach their destiny. Sons fulfill the promises of God. Sons overcome even the curses of life that they've been through. And they're able to rise up and become the fathers of the future. So we could continue to do what we're doing is raising up sons that represent the heavenly father. And that's, that's the honor and that's the privilege that we get an opportunity to do. People forget we talk about five fold ministry a lot, but I really believe that it is more about the ascension gifts. It is more about the ascension because we're comfortable here in the earth and being comfortable in the earth is one thing, but if you're so earthly minded that you can't see how God sees, then you're not going to be much earthly good. And you sure can't be until you realize that it's about the ascension. You cannot be a father that helps those that are in the earth that God has given you in the spiritual realm. I mean, uh, 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 Lanzine is, is my, is came out of my biologicals but also came out of my biological spiritually. Uh, 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 Latasha, she came, I mean, it was, it, 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 it's been, it, it's, it's biological stuff. Uh, 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 um, um, 
all all of these different children and what it is is this it's a spiritual biological we don't realize that there is a biological realm in the spirit in order to be able to bring these things forth and so what it is is this when i walk with the father's heart the father's heart is so different than the mother's heart the mother's heart is harder i ain't lying i meant you know uh, i remember apostle don and i have a, a, a spiritual, we're both spiritual fathers of a-, a, a, a I'll a, help some, you with that one a little bit later. Oh, I know you, <laughs> I know you will, you know, I know you will. But it is so, so interesting. Apostle Don is fun to work with in this manner because he was saying, you know, you as, a, as, as, as this, maybe you'll be able to do it this way. And then he heard me and all he could do was laugh. We had a laughter because it's, it's, it's coming out of that. It's just like the mother eagle. She kicks these people out. She's saying, you getting out of here. Okay. And, 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 and all of that. But what, what it is that I, I, I'm saying is we also teach people how to laugh through things, how to go through things, how to not just be where you ever take offense. And that's one of the things of the father's heart, because the father, our father, God says, take no offense. And I would like for you to speak to that as to how it is and being a father, how you help those to keep from taking offense. And, and, and you can stop trying to hijack Lanzine's program anytime you want to, but go ahead. I don't know, but by sound, but I can't hear you guys talk anymore. Okay, well, let me go ahead and step in and you can interrupt because I'm gonna to respond to part of what you're saying. When you talk about the difference between a mother and a father, it's still the same heart because you have to remember that God said he put the two together to be one. And so whether we're running together you as eagles or, or whatever, whatever it happens to be, it's still the same spirit. It's his spirit. And I think that the, uh, another part I've, I've seen many times people go, I don't believe in spiritual fathers. This is what I think. But it's like really nobody cares what you think. You only care what you think, because what you're trying to do is take control over a part of you that you don't recognize. You are spirit before you are the biological. You are spirit before you're in, in your humanity. And I believe that one of the things that, that people don't recognize, but uh, maybe they do. I, I'm not going to say they don't is that there is a demand that comes from the heart of the father. That's what emanates from you all. That's, that's that call to excellence. That's that. I remember my dad, Dr. Billy said to me one time and he, I, he did not raise me. I was not around him a whole lot in my childhood, but I had made a very foolish uh, decision one of, and, um, and he, he rebuked me. He, this man did not even ever, I, we had not had that kind of interaction. But when my dad said to me, you're better than that, it raised a standard on the inside of me. It's like it touched a core of something and it pulled on true identity. And that's exactly what you all do. That's what the mother does. I was raised in a household of women. So we could not use the excuse, well, I need somebody else to take out the trash or we need to do this or the other. We were raised if it's you can do it you will do it and and this toughness was not a lack of femininity it was an inner core of strength and that's what i really believe you all do you make a demand on us spiritually because that is the spiritual parentage that is the heart of god expressed toward us um through you as the vessel as the yielded one so apostle eddie i'll yield to you now we're your turn <laughs> I don't know if you guys could hear me. I could barely hear you, but uh, if you could hear me, uh, what a great topic to discuss because so many people are needing this in their life, especially fivefold ministry gifts. Oh, yes. Ascension gifts. And I like what you said uh, about the ascension gifts, Dr. Baker, because that's the, that's the accurate terminology biblically is the ascension gifts. Uh, and the ascension gifts are those that came after Christ ascended into heaven. And once he ascended into heaven, he set forth the order of God into the earth. And the order of God is to produce sons in the earth that would represent him in the earth while he was in heaven. And we work together as one. And when we work together as one, and heaven and earth working together, then God is bringing forth the fullness of his glory 
into the earth through his sons, through his sons. And they come in by God releasing the ascension gifts to do what? Fully equip them, bring them to the unity of the faith and bringing them into the full measure and the full stature of who? Christ. Otherwise, bringing us into our full sonship. And yes. when we come into our full sonship, we will begin to see the world delivered from its corruption. I agree. You all have time now for your final comments. Anything else that you want to address to the people? And oh, by the way, I also wanted to say hi to Angela Riggins. Mom, she was one of my best friends in high school. And she also put in the chat to tell you hi. So mom, Angela said hi. <laughs> <laughs> final, final, um, final comments, what you want to address to your children or including me. Um, anything else that you want to say, please take the moment and do so. Coins toss, it's up to y'all who goes first. Go for it, Apostle. Can you hear me? Okay. I can barely hear you. Okay, Turn we can hear you well. Control. Beg your pardon? Uh, my final comments uh, uh, would be is that I speak to children. I speak to spiritual children and children alike. You know, there is protection in someone that is praying for you. And being in apostolic order is something that is important. Because one of the things of it is, is this, is that apostles are, will lay, have chosen to lay down their lives. And it's not something that any true apostle went after. I sure as heck didn't go after this. This was not my, this was not my life dream. It was something that the love of God, God says, I want to pour my love out to those through you. So therefore, your life truly, truly, truly is not your own. When I call for this, this is what it is that I expect. And one of the things that it takes to walk truly in this is not to be a victim in your own mind yourself. It takes a realm of maturity to know that these things will come. And as you read about Apostle Paul, it lets you know what it is that he says he went through. And he says, these are light afflictions. So I speak to fathers out there and I speak to all of us out there, all of us, and say, we need to look at some of these things as light afflictions and buck up. So, okay. I can hear you guys now. <laughs> Good, it's your turn. Your final comments, please. Final comments. I want to thank God for giving me grace for Dr. Baker. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And showing me mercy. <laughs> no, I want to close with this. I love you both. I'm so excited about what God is doing through our lives together and that we get to serve kingdom together with so many others that God has brought into our lives and the relationships that he has established. It's just been a tremendous honor uh, that God would allow me to participate with so many people across the nation that I never knew before that I'm getting to know now and our hearts are being touched by one another. Our hearts are becoming one with one another and together we're going to see the love of God spread all over the world. And it's going to be a God kind of love, not a natural fleshly love, not a, uh, a religious love, but a love that is true and genuine. And we're going to help each other to walk in that kind of love for God. I agree with that. Now, what's awesome to the, those of you that are watching, you already know, they have a number of different programs all on here on Loving Unity broadcast. And I want you to uh, know, actually, my mom's live on her program right now uh, with uh, right after this. Uh, so um, it's Tuesday, so it would be still telling it like it is with Apostle uh, Dr. Baker J. Baker. And she's on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday. Papa Eddie, you have your new program now that comes out on Fridays. Is that correct? Is it every At Friday? At 5 o'clock, Pacific Standard Time. Yes. And are, are you doing any others? I know you, you used to do something else, but I've, I'm working on books, so I'm not really catching up on everything. 
Anything no, else? Because I'm, I'm I'm too busy keeping up with all your mom's programs. So gotcha. All right. So I'm I'm expressing this. I want to thank the two of you, two of the members of the senior council. I'm gonna have you all two by two or something along those lines. And so I'm gonna send the shout out to um, apostles Ronnie Robinson and Michael Fram. I want the two of them to to join me on one of these as well. I want to thank you so much for this opportunity today. I am very blessed to be your child. I am blessed that I have the best of the best. And uh, that the heart of those that you associate with, it radiates from them as well, just as what you were saying. And so we're going over time. Um, I don't want I want to respect the time that we've had. I want to thank everybody for joining us today on this very special edition of Kingdom, Con uh, Kingdom Conversations with Lindsay Lee and Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker and Apostle Dr. Eddie Maestas. This is the best of the best. Thank you Who all so much. Who is a doctor of psychology? Who is a doctor? Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. Okay, let's get it straight, girl. And their books, look forward to their books coming out here in the month of uh, September. Love you, blessings. We love you, Stanley. It wasn't blessings. just a conversation. It is a kingdom conversation. We'll see you next time. Thank you very much. <laughs>